On May the 25th, 2020, the world witnessed a tragic and pivotal moment that would change the course of history. Minneapolis police arrested a man suspected of passing a counterfeit $20 bill. His name was George Floyd, but he would never have his day in court. Instead, he would be extrajudicially killed by police on camera as bystanders pleaded with officers to stop what they were doing to him to no avail. George Floyd's name became a symbol, a rallying cry for justice, and a catalyst for a global movement. Today on this episode of BTR News, we are honored to have a guest who has transformed his commitment to justice into groundbreaking technology. Mr. Jazz Hampton is the CEO of a tech company that has produced a unique app that not only records users' interactions with police, but can also connect them in real time with an attorney. The company and app, known as Turn Signal, were born out of the pain and injustice we all witnessed on that fateful day. Join us as we delve into the story of Turn Signal, the vision behind it, and the impact it's making on the quest for justice. This is a conversation you won't want to miss. Welcome to Black Talk Radio News, and thank you for speaking with us today, Mr. Hampton. Uh, Honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about your personal journey in becoming an attorney, and how did that then uh, traverse to you now becoming the CEO of Turn Signal. Yeah, uh, you know, my undergrad, I'm, I'm born and raised here in the city of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so my undergrad was actually in computer science. And I was going into uh, to big corporate kind of technology space. And at the time, I hadn't had cut my hair for over 10 years. I had braids. And and in the space, I just looked different than everyone else. And, and that's when I started considering a career change before it even started when I was in undergrad. Um, and I was a, I was an athlete growing up. I played football in college and, and, uh, I always say I'm, I love it, that endorphin release that competing gave me. And, and it felt like law gave me the same thing or arguing did. So I decided to go to law school. Uh, when I was in law school, I was a public defender. Uh, and then I went on to be like a, a corporate litigator after that. I loved it because it, it is, I always say being a lawyer is like being, it's like sports and suits. You get this, the same excitement. So that's what I, that's what started me on that career trajectory, uh, and then the tragic loss of George Floyd just four miles from my house is what ultimately made me quit that work uh, to to start Turn Signal. Uh, I've always said that I, I love the law, but I, I always wanted to use my my law degree to help my community in any way possible. Uh, and so it felt like Turn Signal was the calling to do just that. So you never um, thought about becoming a prosecutor. The reason I asked you this as a follow up to what you just said, I have a number of attorneys in my family and one cousin in particular, when he graduated uh, law school, the district attorney here tried to recruit him um, to, you know, the district attorney's office. And he told us that he told them that, no, I'm trying to get my people out of jail, not put them in jail. Um, so had that ever crossed your mind? Had you ever been recruited to become a prosecutor? You know, that's funny because people who are of that mindset of trying to improve the criminal justice system and, and fight for those who maybe are, are, are on the losing end of it all too often or disproportionately, they think I'm going to be a public defender or I'm going to go do that. And I thought the same thing. That's why I was a public defender. And I would challenge my friends that were in the prosecutor's office. But it's actually, there's a fair challenge to be said back there that's like, 
you are fighting for one individual or a handful of clients. What if you're on the other side of this ledger and you're deciding who's getting prosecuted in the first place? You're deciding how strong those punishments are. And so I know a lot of people that are working in prosecutor's office saying, I'm going to do this work as well as possible or the right way, uh, because it's a lot easier to leverage change in that situation. So you can see the argument there. But then my next step was, if we're talking about handling, you know, here in, in Minnesota, St. Paul, our capital city is in Ramsey County. If you're a Ramsey County district attorney, you have a certain amount of cases. What if I can affect every single traffic stop that happens in the country? Now I'm talking about an even larger sale. And that's why things like turn signal and what we're doing now appealed to me, because uh, I look at a lot of this stuff from a utilitarian standpoint. It's like, how can I help as many people as efficiently as possible? I can dig that. So you kind of touched upon my next question. What motivated you and your co-founders to develop the Turn Signal app? I know you mentioned George Floyd, you know, that happening just four miles from your house. So how did that process go? Y'all were just sitting around talking and you was like, hey, I got this idea. Can you tell us how that went? Yeah, I think this speaks to the character of my co-founders. They're, they're, they've both been best friends. They grew up in the church together, Dre and Mike two black kids from St. Paul at the time when they met when they were three years old and I met them in college. I mean, actually they called me shortly after George Floyd and they said, Hey, we've been talking to some local uh, folks about starting a business where we, where we video call an attorney when people are pulled over. And I was the only lawyer they knew. And so they called me to ask my thoughts. And I immediately, you know, I was, I was teaching law at the time at our local law school and I'd launched into professor mode. I was like, tell me about all of these things. And I ran through all of the things they had to think about in building this business of course, my computer science degree being a part of that conversation too. And we had that call and then we had one more. And by the end of it, they said, Jazz, not only do we need you to join us and 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 be a co-founder with us, we need you to be the CEO. And I think it speaks to their character. They weren't doing building something so they could have their names attached to it and, and reach some kind of notoriety. They were doing it to build a solution. Uh, Dre and Mike grew up with Philando Castile and his family. In fact, Andre went to the school that Philando worked at at the time of his passing, right? So Dre went to that school um, and it's a part of their community. It like this is, of course, George Floyd changed the whole way the the city and, and the state and the country and the world thinks about these interactions. But before that, it was Philando Castile and so many others where this was a spark of that conversation. And and really, what I always say is, I was a lawyer. I was a, like I said, I was a professor at the time. I was also like working in corporate law. I was on so many panels where they're asking me, "What are we going to do about these interactions? How are we going to make them safe for all this stuff?" Uh, and and my my friend Kasim always says that awareness and these marches are are the first step, but it can't be the last. And I felt like we rose so much awareness that we had to start building a solution. Uh, and so that's what ultimately made me want to to join Dre and Mike in in the work of building this. Now, can you explain the core mission? I know you touched upon some of the goals and what have you, but how does that align with your personal values and beliefs? You were talking about your friends and the situations they came up on, but how, how you know, does it align with you personally? Yeah, so Turn Signal uh, is like like we all, like we said, is, a, is an app that connects drivers to an attorney when they're pulled over. Uh, on a video call, and it records the entire interaction as well. And our mission is, in, in the goal, our values are simple and three-pronged to protect drivers' rights. It's to de-escalate these interactions. And third, and most importantly, is to ensure that everyone goes home safe at the end of the interaction. Um, you know, I've been pulled over 12 times to my personal values. That I've been pulled over 12 times in my life, and I've never received a ticket. I've had some really, really unsavory interactions with law enforcement in some of those. And, I, and I've had some actually great ones in those interactions, Right. Uh, but what I do know is, is uh, I have a privilege as I sit today 
I'm a lawyer. Uh, I, I, I drive a, a nice car. And so in those interactions, I have a privilege other people don't. And I need to pass that privilege on to every other person. Uh, the last time I was pulled over, the officer asked me to step out of the vehicle. I, I walked, I did a nine point pivot turn. Uh, and he said, you know, you, you failed this field sobriety test and you have to submit to a breathalyzer now. And I said, you know, I haven't said anything up until this point, but I'm a lawyer and I know I'm not obligated to take that test, but I'd be more than happy to because I have nothing to worry about. And he said, oh, you're a lawyer. So, so you've been to law school and college. Are, are you feeling buzzed right now? And I said, you know, I wouldn't be able to define that word. And uh, I wouldn't want to give additional reasonable article suspicion to continue the probable cause questions you're asking me. But as I said, I'd be more than happy to, answer, to take the breathalyzer. And so that is that moment that I want to provide to every single driver, that privilege that I have of knowing those laws and just reciting it in a calm and de-escalated manner to get through the process as smoothly and, and safely as possible. That's the mission, right? It's to provide that. You know, you bring up something interesting and you're explaining that interaction. I had just penned an article this week about uh, the juvenile uh, system and how the system deals with juveniles. And a lot of people may not know this, but it's legal for police officers to lie to people. Mm -hmm. They could lie to people. And I would categorize him telling you that you had to take a breathalyzer as a lie because when in fact, you did not. And, and so, so, I mean, that's just really interesting. And, and so what do you think about that though? Uh, and again, this is again, why people should educate themselves or have access to people who know the law and which I think this turn signal uh, uh, app that you all have created is a very unique tool. Never heard of anything like this before, you know, and, but what do you think about the whole deal with cops being able to lie to people? Yeah, you know, I, I can always hear the law enforcement perspective of saying, hey, we're trying to solve a crime, we're trying to get to the bottom of something, and so we're using all tactics, tactics possible to do that. But there's a lot of dangers, right? With every medication, there's side effects. And so there's a lot of dangers that come with that. Uh, I actually love, there's a lot of cities and states right now that are pushing that to say, hey, okay, let's say you can lie to people during the course of an investigation uh, that is not allowed for, for people under 18. There's actually people passing legislation around that specifically, because I think there's, there's a lot of, of cases where we know that when, when people are feeling pressured, especially with, with false statements, that it'll lead to wrongful convictions that we aren't trying to know that no one, police or other or individuals are trying to have. So, you know, I, I always would support legislation around that perspective specifically, because when the side effects are getting are, are less helpful than the actual cure that the medicine is prescribing, then that's when it becomes, you know, a larger issue. And so how would the turn signal app help a person in a situation with that besides the obvious, because we haven't gotten into the details yet, but you can record on it. You can record the interaction. So how would that turn signal out help in a situation like that? Yeah, the, the first thing it does is it brings down the temperature of the interaction, right? Uh, I don't talk about my friends landscaping as much when I go to ring their doorbell, if they have a ring doorbell, right? Because I'm cognizant of that I'm being watched and, the, and that the interaction can be reported. Uh, it changes behavior, right? Uh, but we also know that when an officer walks up and they see a turn signal bumper sticker, I know that they're using turn signal. I want that that officer to actually think, oh, this is going to be the safest interaction I have today. It's recorded and there's an attorney on the line. This person isn't going to do anything that is going to make me feel unsafe. That wouldn't that wouldn't make logical sense. Right. So now everyone's feeling calmer in the moment. And then on top of that, you have an attorney there that you can say, hey, do I have to allow them to search my vehicle if they ask or 
hey, I have a medical marijuana card. Do I have to tell them that in advance when I have a conversation with them? Now, in the moment, concerns that are unique to that exact time and place, you can talk with someone about and get some, some guidance, right? I can't tell you how many times people call me with asking me because I'm the lawyer friend about uh, a will or, or a property line dispute or something like that. Now you have it instantly with someone in your vehicle. And it just, it gives us security, especially in those first minute, two minutes, usually two and a half minutes before the officer comes to your window, right? You you see those lights, you pull over the side of the road, you put your car in park and you hit that button. There's several minutes before that officer's at the window, really critical time where you can get some information that'll help you make that the, the choices better when that officer does come to the window. Now, with your background as an attorney in the general counsel of Turn Signal, how does that legal expertise play a role in the development and operation of the app? Honestly, it was it was really and really important because there's there's a lot of laws around these communications with attorneys that the general public doesn't know about. There's rules around when you can follow up and who can follow up. For instance, we don't want uh, an attorney calling someone 15 times after they have this type of interaction. So what we do is uh, we set up our system so that at the end of that call, that attorney does not even get your email address unless you give permission before you hang up the phone. So when you hang up, it says, would you like to contact this? Or would you like this attorney to contact you further? If you say yes, then they get your personal contact information. If you say no, they never do. Uh, that's just one example of, of legal implications of these interactions that you have to be aware of in order to build systems like this. Okay. Now, can you share any? Well, first of all, let me ask, ask this. How long has Turn Signal app been out there in operation? Yeah, so we we launched in May of 2021. So we've been out here for quite some time now. But the 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 beautiful part, and again to the to the legal knowledge of this is when you press that button, we only connect you with an attorney that practices law in the jurisdiction that you're currently in. So if you're driving in Nebraska, you aren't getting a lawyer from New York that knows nothing about Nebraska law. You're getting a, a, someone who knows the law of where you're driving. That also means that we had to find a lot of attorneys that are willing to be available for us. Uh, around the clock, 24-7 in every one of those jurisdictions. So from May of 2021, when we launched in just Minnesota, all the way through September of, of 2023 this year, that's how long it took us to go nationwide. We had to find all the attorneys, we had to vet them, we had to send them through de-escalation training, we had to, to ensure all of these things, right? Uh, and now we're nationwide. And so whether you're in, in Arkansas or Alaska, you can press that button and connect to attorney in real time. Can you share any success stories of any of the clients of the Turn Signal app? Yeah, you know, there's we're getting hundreds of calls a month, and so we're getting a lot of feedback. And we also follow up to to with the drivers to see how the interactions went and what it meant. Um, the amount of it's almost every single driver that says that their level, their peace of mind, their calmness in that moment was dramatically improved by having the attorney there, even if the attorney didn't have to to speak up on uh, and, and give them legal guidance in that moment, or if there wasn't anything unsavory that happened, it's that peace of mind that is, is extremely valuable in all these interactions. Um, I think about, uh, there's a, we partnered with Morehouse to provide it to the students at, at Morehouse. Uh, and one of those, those students, Osende is his name. He gave us permission to talk about this story. He was pulled over and just his fear and anxiety level from being pulled over in, in those moments has been dramatically high. And, and in that follow-up call, he explained 
this gives me the peace of mind. It makes me feel like the, the, the playing ground is level during these interactions and that anything untoward won't happen because someone's here with me in this moment. And it's not just any person. It's a, a, a representative of the law from the, the courtroom perspective, right? And so that we've had people pulled over that didn't have valid driver's license that were asking what's going to happen and, and what should I say and what should I do? Uh, we've had mothers driving to pick up their children that just said they feel unsafe being alone in these moments. Uh, so many stories from from the hundreds of people every month that, that we're really proud to, to speak of. Now, we will uh, share the social media links. I started following you on all the social media. I actually became aware of you through a TikTok video and, oh, then I love that. and reached out to you. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people are sleeping on how valuable a tool social media can be. So we are linking, you know, once we publish, we'll link to all your social media accounts. But can you tell people how they can download the app and, and any other things you would like them to follow up on? Yeah, so uh, you can go to whether you have a, a Android device, a Google phone, or if you have an iPhone, uh, you go to just the, the app store. Uh, and our the company's called or the app is called Turn Signal, but it's spelled without the A. So T-U-R-N S-I-G-N-L. There's no A in it because there's no, until we have fully uh, equal and equitable access to justice, we won't have an A in our name. So it's turn signal without the A. Uh, and you can find us on all those platforms. The, the really important part that I guess that I haven't mentioned is uh, turn signal is $60 a year for individuals and it's unlimited use, right? If you're pulled over a hundred times or, or once it's $60 a year, it does not change. Uh, but however, if you make under $40,000 and you are a low income individual, we, we have partners that subsidize those memberships and you will never have to pay for Turn Signal ever uh, because we don't want anyone choosing between choosing between providing milk to their children uh, this week uh, in the grocery bill or having Turn Signal for their 16-year-old daughter, right? And so we want to make it available to all those who really need it. That was going to be a follow-up and I'm glad oh. you brought it up, but one of the things I noticed in doing my research on your website is that it's a very affordable app for a priceless service. I mean, this service, again, I've never heard of anything like this before. And I can imagine that people's anxiety level would go down if they had, you know, such a tool in the palm of, palm of their hand. But one of the things that stood out to me was how affordable it was and that you also on the website um, uh, present the ability for other people to give someone a subscription. So that, that was just really cool, man. And I just got to thank you and your team for coming up with this app, because again, we could talk about problems all day long and certainly it's important to hash out the problems, but it's more important to come up with solutions. And I think you guys have hit upon a great solution for this aspect of our interactions, people's interactions with police. Is there anything that you would like to leave the audience with in closing? No, you know, we always talk about, well, first of all, I appreciate that. Thank you. We, uh, it's a team effort here within our, within our office and uh, it wouldn't be possible without everyone here doing all the hard work. Um, but the, the thing I always say is when we started Turn Signal that first day when we were sitting in, <laughs> we were actually all in our own living rooms because we didn't have anywhere to work. Um, we talked about who was going to use Turn Signal. We talked about the three Ps, right? Uh, parents who really want it for their children to ensure that when they hand those keys to the 16-year-old, they feel safe when they're out on the road. We talk about what people worried about their partners. Uh, you know, my wife driving to work uh, by herself. I want to ensure that she, someone's there for her in her moment of need. 
And the third P is people of color, right? Uh, we know that that black and brown folks are disproportionately pulled over and, and have interaction with law enforcement and every step that's subsequent to that are also disproportionately affected. So whether you're, you're a, per, a parent, or you're worried about your partner or your person of color, turn signals here for you and for everyone else to ensure that you have peace of mind on the road every day. Well, thank you once again for speaking with us today. And you have a blessed rest of your day, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Have a good one.